Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Crews from the National Weather Service will be up in Catawba County to confirm if a tornado did in fact touch down in Claremont. The storm tore through Claremont this morning. That's where we find WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane and Richard the storm killing one person, leaving others in critical condition. Yeah, that is the situation this morning. Good morning, Sarah. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I'm here at Mount Calvary Lutheran Church where a shelter's been set up. About a half dozen folks who lost so much now right here at the center. On my way in, I saw uh, power trucks leaving the area trying to make sure that everyone has power in this area. Of course, the devastation from that storm so widespread affecting so many folks including one family who lost a loved one now as we look at video we can tell you these storms swept through the area just uh, so powerful uprooting trees dr driving limbs and trees down into power lines and actually damaging several homes including a, a mobile home area where several homes were damaged one official told us that it basically is it looks like has all the signs of a tornado because in some areas there were homes that weren't touched other areas totally destroyed a heroic statement from the family member of the victim who died saying that he actually tried to protect his loved ones uh, putting his life on the line to save theirs here's what that relative had to say they were outside when they seen it coming and they jumped under the trailer and he threw himself on top of her and it literally picked the trailer up and when it come back down, he didn't make it. It completely moved his trailer. It slung it from the back end of the property all the way to the road. It's hanging on the power lines. There's just the corner of the trailer is standing. And we didn't think she made it either, but they told us that she did. And now we're just trying to hear news about the baby. But he did save her life. He saved, possibly saved that baby's life as well. Uh, of course, damage is going to be assessed today, but no more so serious than the family that's dealing with that loss of life. We're here in Catawba County. Richard Devane. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush, South Carolina state investigators are looking into a house fire that left one child dead in Chester. Firefighters arrived on the scene of a house partially on fire when neighbors told the firefighters that there was still someone inside the home. The child was found dead inside the house after firefighters controlled the blaze. Still no word on what caused the fire. Happening today, the North Carolina Lottery Commission set to discuss the start date for mobile sports betting. The committee, along with Governor Roy Cooper, hope to have the bill up and running before the beginning of March Madness. Cooper is expected to sign the bill in today, into law in today's meeting. North Carolina is set to receive millions for a rollout of electric school buses in the state. Governor Cooper announced $26 million in funding for the purchase of 114 electric buses. Almost all the buses will go to low-income communities. The Charlotte area is expected to receive 27 buses. And that's it for your morning rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Police are investigating after a human skull was discovered in Sumter County. Authorities say the skull was found by hunters back in December. A forensic examination found the skull was from a 35-year-old African-American. However, investigators believe the skull is more than a decade old. Powerful winds proved dangerous and deadly throughout the southeast. A large tree toppled onto this home in Marion, South Carolina. Wind gusts in the area reached 50 miles an hour. 
Authorities say nobody was hurt. This was the scene in Washington, North Carolina, as high winds and heavy rain blew through the area. Washington was under a tornado watch for most of the afternoon and into the evening. Fortunately, no injuries from the storm have been reported there. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. The largest wrongful conviction settlement in North Carolina history playing out in Concord. The settlement and formal apology from the city comes after the wrongful conviction of Ronnie Long. Long was just 21 years old when he was sentenced to life in prison for a rape he did not commit. The courts overturned his conviction in 2020 after his attorney showed there was jury tampering and police detectives who lied on the stand and hid evidence that could have freed him. Long recently settled a civil lawsuit with the city of Concord, agreeing to pay him $22 million. But Long's attorneys say the deal contains something that means much more than just money. Um, as meaningful as the financial settlement is, it's as meaningful to him to have the apology issued from the city of Concord. Uh, he's always been proud of the Long family name, and this restores that name. I don't know of any other case where a municipality has issued such an apology as part of a civil settlement. Long spent 44 years behind bars before being exonerated. We're told Long should actually have a check in hand this week. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, this morning, two people in Stallings are facing charges after police say they stole at least 50 pounds of mail. Officials say they took mail from more than two dozen people. Stallings police are now working with the Postal Service to make sure everyone gets their mail back. Number two, if you live in Cornelius and hear a siren today, don't worry. Duke Energy will be testing the outdoor sirens around the McGuire Nuclear Station between 11 this morning and 1 in the afternoon. They want to make sure people know this is just a test. And number three, a local nonprofit now has $169,000 to expand its food pantry. Charlotte-based Camino got that grant from the Golden Leaf Foundation. The multicultural nonprofit will use the funds to help relocate the food pantry to a larger facility. They're hoping to increase the supply of health food options for the folks they serve. Snow of any kind is a sight for sore eyes here in the Carolinas, but when it falls, here's how you determine the difference between wet snow, dry snow, and normal snow. Not all snow is created equal. Can you build a snowman with it? It'll come down to these factors. Amount of liquid content, temperatures at snowfall, wet snow is denser. You can build a snowman and snowballs. Dry snow is lighter, it's good for sledding, and it blows much easier in windy conditions. With wet snow, temperatures aloft are near or just above freezing as snow falls to the surface. And dry snow stays below freezing, it's much colder aloft as it falls to the ground. Wet snow is the heaviest. It has a low snow to liquid ratio, as low as 5 to 1, meaning for every 5 inches of snow, there's 1 inch liquid equivalent. Normal snow could have a 10 to 1 ratio, which would have your average between the wettest and the driest snow. It's most common in the middle of winter with temperatures in the 20s. Dry snow is fluffier. It has a higher snow to liquid ratio, such as 15 to 1 or 25 to 1. A good example of dry snow is lake effect snow. The coldness of the air blowing over the lake can make a big difference. Dry snow is much better for driving than slushy wet snow. Since wet snow compresses into ice with little pressure and water can easily form on top. In other words, dry snow offers better traction. 
Heavy wet snow is the hardest to shovel and can lead to heart attacks, cause power outages, roof damage, and dangerous driving conditions. So when the white stuff starts falling, it pays to know your snow. With this Weather IQ, I'm meteorologist KJ Jacobs, WCNC Charlotte. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.